It was the first in space, but we still won the race. It's Rhyming Reason 553. Hey there, Tony here, and let's talk about space. The final frontier. These are the voyages of the starship. Oh, maybe not go that way, okay? Let's talk about space from a different perspective, if I may, if I might. Let's, uh... Let's go back, way, way back to the middle of the 20th century. And there was this object. It was only 22 inches around. And it only weighed 184 pounds. But really, it might as well have been a lead weight the size of Pluto because the news and reports of it fell on America like a lead weight. And it had the cutest little name. Sputnik. It was Sputnik. Yeah, back on October 4th in 1957, Russia launched Sputnik into space. That's Sputnik, by the way, without my Q voice, Sputnik. Or they might say, Sputnik, you have a Sputnik. We're going to launch it into space with Sputnik. Either way, it's just as cute as can be, isn't it? Anyway, it zoomed around the Earth at, oh, let's say 18,000 miles per hour. You know, just a nice little glide. So it made a full circle just about every hour and a half. And that little satellite rocket ship was close enough to Earth that its beeping could be picked up by amateur radio operators all across America. And back then, a a satellite or rocket orbiting around the world was a, a new thing, a big deal. So people everywhere were tuned in and curious. They were tuned into their TVs. And, of course, those amateur radio operators were listening to it live as it went over. It only took about three months for Sputnik or Sputnik to run out of steam, so to speak. And it fell out of orbit and it just burned up in the atmosphere. But... Not before it ignited a fire under the seats of those in charge here in America. And when that happened, the space race was on. We're going to get it now, Russia. Yeah, we're coming for you. Russia, a.k.a., which stands for also known as, by the way, a.k.a. the Soviet Union, they beat us to the punch, not just on that one, but on several aspects of the space race. Those Ruskies. They were the first to put a man in space. Oh, no, say it ain't so. And they were the first to put a woman in space. No, no. I can just hear the feminists. they just like, oh, that just can't be. See, if we were more like Russia. Anyway, and they were the first with a spacewalk? No, not moonwalk. Michael Jackson groupies, no, not that. A spacewalk. But America stole the spotlight back. When we were the first to put a man on the moon, take that, you red... Wait a second, okay. And as Neil Armstrong said, it, w- it really was one small step for man and one giant leap for mankind. Now, when I say Neil Armstrong, I got to tell you, remind me to share a real interesting story I have, a personal story about good old Mr. Armstrong, Mr. Uh, Spaceman Armstrong. Yeah, I have, I guess you could say, a direct connection story. Remind me to tell you that one, okay? 
and we've been establishing colonies of millions of people on the moon ever since. Mm-hmm. I'm just checking to see if you're awake. Okay, so how does all this space race and moon talk benefit us mere earthlings? Well, if you go by most of the reasons why scientists do what they do, the moon landing and all other space travel is a huge waste of time and resources. But when scientists are willing to look at some critical evidence, it can actually mean a lot. And I'm talking about evidence that's been staring down at them from the face of the man in the moon for a long, long time. Like, why is the near side of the moon so much more beat up than the far side? You know, if you look at the moon through a telescope, it looks pretty beat up on this side. But pictures that they have on the opposite side of the moon now, the side that doesn't face us, it's not like that. It's got a little bit, but it's not like that all beat up stuff. So I'm just putting that out there. Why is that, uh, why is that like that? And why isn't there a lot more moon dust on such an old satellite planet, according to them, billions of years old? You know, so the lies, I mean, the uh, story, so that goes. But, uh, you know, don't shoot me. I'm just a piano player, and I'm just asking, just asking some questions. It's not like I have the answers already, but I do. But, I, you know, it's not like I'm doing that. All right, I'll stop for now. I'll just, I'll leave you with this one last thought, you know, about Sputnik. No, no, no. I'll leave you with this one last thought about the space race. Why should we race to space with a smile upon our face when there's plenty here on Earth we still can do? Maybe I'm wasting time with this silly rocket rhyme. Or maybe it might launch some questions, too. Okay, that's it for this Moon Pie version of the Rhyme and Reason podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, it's brought to you by TonyFunderburg.com. That's a T to the O-N-Y-F-U-N-D-E-R-B-U-R-K.com. The little dot and the com, okay? Ah. <sighs> I gotta slow down on the coffee. And until next time, remember life has rhyme and reason because God made you. There's a-